And I think we are on. So, very good. Okay, guys. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. I know we have uh, attendees from different parts of the world. Uh, thank you for joining me. My name is Danny, obviously, as you can tell. Um, I am based in California, and we're going to talk today about real estate investing. Surprise, surprise. I know it's shocking. Uh, we do this session on a weekly basis, Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. If you wonder why I speak English and not Hebrew, it's because we have a lot of uh, participants uh, listening live or on the recording from different parts of the world or different you know, backgrounds, uh, different languages. So for that reason, uh, well, I'm using uh, English because uh, it's open to the public. This session has a very full intention of engaging with you, active and potential real estate investors. And the whole purpose is to engage, to interact, to discuss, with you about real estate investing. So I have my topic usually that I bring for every session. Sometimes I actually get people to say, hey, Danny, can you talk about this? Can you say something about that? We would like to, uh, you know, uh, this topic or another, we would like to uh, hear. So you are most welcome to post uh, suggestions or directions or things you want me to cover. Most of the time, the topics that I bring are actually things that I have been discussing with investors in my meetings throughout the week. They bring up something. And then I, uh, you know, I address it. So I think, you know, if someone is asking about it, I might as well talk to other people about it. So a lot of the topics that I bring are just conversations I'm having throughout the week with investors about investing um, and uh, different aspects of investing. And for that reason, uh, you are most welcome to, uh, you know, join the conversation. You're also welcome to put questions that are not directly related to the topic, uh, but it's obviously related to real estate investing. So by all means, do that. And let's get started with today. So again, questions are most welcome. This is a topic that I have covered uh, probably several months ago. And I thought to revisit it because it comes, about, comes up again and again. Uh, and it's a topic of how to calculate ROI. ROI, return on investment. That's what we consider return on investment. And I want to talk about how I go about analyzing uh, evaluating the ROI when um, um, when uh, uh, you know when when investing in real estate. So, return on investment. Let's uh, talk about that for a second. Um, couple of things that I like to make sure that I'm doing. So, first of all, we have an Excel that we use. It's an uh, it's a um, it's an analysis Excel. Uh, that we use. You're most welcome to purchase it online. We can uh, probably put a, uh, a link to it. Let's see if we can put a link um, to purchase it online if you want to. It's not expensive. And if you are one of our investors, you can actually um, download it. You're, uh, you, know, you will receive it from us or from our agents and you'll be able to access it. Not a problem. So our Excel analysis uh, it comes with a tutorial. Um, it's uh, if you go to simplydoit.net forward slash Excel, simplydoit.net forward slash Excel, you'll be able to purchase it. Um, I consider it not an analysis Excel, but more of a business plan for the property. Because what we do is we plug in the details of the property, we plug in assumptions, we plug in expenses, mortgage, etc., and then we evaluate or analyze that property 
specific property with a specific detail over a period of 30 years. I want to see how the property is performing in 30 years. And we have different versions of how to, uh, you know, uh, to analyze, you know, what we want to analyze, just the basic. Do we want to, you know, uh, one of the Excel version has um, the uh, selling. And when we sell it, what, what, what are, the, you know, some tax consequences, assumptions, and so on. So there's a few versions of the Excel, same Excel, few versions, uh, just to uh, benefit more out of it. But the, the core of the Excel tells us how we analyze, you know, what the business plan for the property, okay, what the, the return, what the cash flow, etc., is going to be, you know, when we analyze, you know, the, you know, analyze the, the, the property based on what we know. So, what we can do, what I like to do is this. Um, first of all, I try to be, the, first of all, let me say, when I analyze a rental property, I try to be as accurate as possible. I don't want to go through a worst case scenario because that will obviously give him the worst case. And when I do worst case scenario, um, you know, I get the worst case and uh, um, and uh, um, I get the worst case and I will probably end up not buying the property. Obviously, I don't, by the way, I've done that many times and I didn't purchase properties because of that. When I do the best case scenario, uh, best case scenario is obviously too optimistic. We don't want to do that. We uh, want to stay away from uh, from that analysis as well. What we tend to do is what I like to do, what I call is the realistic case scenario, or maybe I should say realistic case scenario with a little bit of uh, conservatism, you know, in it. Um, um, and by the way, the Excel, when I use it, you can actually take it and use it for different type of properties. It doesn't have to be a single family home. It is focused on single family homes, but you can actually use the same mechanism behind to do different type of investments. Um, you know, um, unless you're looking for specific, you know, um, um, uh, indicators. So you can use it to different types of investments, but uh, I, I'm using it for single family home or, you know, basic rental properties, you know, analysis. Um, so we take the, uh, the Excel um, and we use a, what I call the conservative, uh, sorry, the realistic case scenario with a little bit of conservatism. So I don't want to be optimistic, but I don't want to be drastically pessimistic. And we plug in the numbers as accurately as possible. What is the estimated rent? What are the taxes, property taxes, insurance, management fee? Uh, exp you know, uh, we estimate the you know, repairs, monthly repairs, HOA if we have, all of those things, you know, and other listing fee, etc. We plug in as accurately as possible. Some of them are calculated based on the formula. Some of them are based on what we actually know or estimate, right? Uh, we don't always know exactly the, re the monthly repairs, but we try to estimate based on the age of the property. We know the rate, we know the price, we know the how much we need to spend to make the property or estimate how much we need to spend to um, to uh, prep the, the property into, uh, you know, to, uh, make it ready as a rental, etc. All of those things we plug in. And then it analyzes us the cash flow and the ROI and a few other indicators or, or indicators. Um, what I'm trying to do from this Excel is a couple of things. First of all, make sure I have as good, good as and as accurate uh, as accurately possible um, um, numbers and figures. Okay, so we are trying to be accurately with that. That that exercise alone helps me to make sure I'm doing things properly. Second thing is how I know how much this property is going to cost me because I have the down payment, I have the make ready, you know, expense, additional expenses I have, you know, part of the acquisition to make the house ready or closing costs and mortgage fees and etc. I bond them all in the property. So I have that, you know, that included as well. So I have um, 
I have those, the, you know, those figures. Um, so I know how much out of pocket I'm going to be spending on this property. So obviously it's going to be the down payment and an additional expenses uh, to get the house all the way to a, a point that it's, you know, that it's ready for a rental. And then uh, um, I know the cash flow because I know all the, those factors and I plug it in and I use the cash outlay, how much I co it cost me to get this property to the point that I can rent it, you know, as the baseline for my analysis. That will be my baseline, not just the down payment. And then the cash flow will tell me, uh, the cash flow or other factors, which I'll explain in a second, will tell me exactly uh, what the ROI is. Now, the ROI, return on investment, I use three factors, three, okay? I use the cash flow, okay? The cash flow, which is the actual cash flow I'm generating from the property after all the expenses that I know. That's one. Number two, the um, I'm using appreciation, but I'm using a minimal appreciation. I'm only using inflation rate appreciation. So if the market I'm investing in is doing 8% a year, I don't care about that. That's way too speculative. It could do you know, 4% next year, right? I, we don't know. So I'm just going to use inflation rate, maybe 3.5%, you know, annually, just to give it that, you know, that, uh, that uh, uh, included because it's there, but I'm not overly optimistic about it. I don't want to, I want to minimize the speculation aspect. So cash flow, uh, actual cash flow, um, inflation, uh, appreciation, but inflation rate, so very low, you know, uh, uh, rate of appreciation. And assuming you're buying with a mortgage, and if you're not buying with a mortgage, this is not going to be relevant. The third thing, assuming you're buying with a mortgage, is the return on equity from the fact that every time you know a mortgage payment is being made, I build, I pay down the principal balance, right? So remember, my cash flow is after you know I paid the principal and interest, and slowly from those payments, my cash flow is you know is is all, you know already includes the fact that I'm slowly paying down. The principal actually the rent is paying down my principal and every time the principal is paid this is equity that I've gained in my property not in my pocket but in my property but remember this is not money that was mine I borrowed it now it's mine not in the pocket but in terms of equity in the walls of the house but it's definitely mine okay so every slowly I'm gaining more equity by paying down the uh, the mortgage principal so I take all those three Cash flow, inflation rate appreciation, and you know equity build up from paying down the mortgage, and those are the three factors that I'm using as a combined return on investment. That's how I'm able to get, you know, 10, 15, uh, even higher ROI annually. Okay, percentage annually. So those three factors. Yes, a lot of people tend to to focus only on the cash flow, right? Which I think it's uh, uh, it's wrong to do because those other factors are definitely there. Um, if you're buying with you know with cash and not a mortgage, you know obviously you're not going to be paying down the the mortgage principal. There's no mortgage, so that's I'm not going to include it. I'm just going to use a cash transaction. So obviously the cash flow, you know, when I'm buying cash, the cash flow will go up, the ROI will go down, but still it, it will give me uh, an indication. So those are the three factors: cash flow. Uh, um, return on uh, you know return on equity by paying down the mortgage the mortgage principal and the um, and the uh, um, um, 
um, the inflation rate, you know, appreciation, but you know, a lower appreciation rate. I'm not using high numbers uh, of percentages; just a small number, like the inflation. Those are uh, those are the things that I use to calculate the total ROI. Now, the other thing that I do. I don't measure what the performance of the property is going to be on the first year or even the second year. I'm going to do a five-year. I'm actually measuring it over 30 years, but I'm taking the performance on the five years, you know, periodic, you know, period, 10, 15, and 20. I want to see the performance over a period of time, not just on the first year. So keep that in mind. Our Excel is already reflecting all of those things. Is you know, it's uh, uh, easy to use. Um, we'll, there, there will be some learning curve. It comes with a tutorial. Uh, it's not something that the first time you'll take it and you'll immediately, uh, you know, uh, find out what to do. But it's structured very, uh, very easy to follow. Uh, we simplified. We've been using it for many, many years. I am at the point in my life that I cannot analyze a property without that Excel. So it's very important for me to uh, to use the Excel and not trust my gut feeling, so to speak. Um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, and that's it. That's what I wanted to say about the ROI. Again, it's a conversation that I had with one of my investors this week, and he wanted to understand. Um, some people just use the cash flow. Some people, you know, do not include, uh, you know, inflation rate appreciation. Some people uh, are not including, uh, you know, um, the uh, mortgage principal pay down. It's all okay. I've just found that it's re it's real. Those are real numbers. And I want to give them, you know, uh, a reflection in the returns and not just ignore them as if, as if they're not there. Um, with that said, I am done with what I wanted to cover about the ROI, and I will open it up for questions right now. Hopefully, we'll have some. And if not, um, um, Okay, I don't see any questions coming in. Uh, with that said, uh, we can wrap it up for the day, short and simple. Um, and you are most welcome to ask questions, send questions over uh, over the uh, posting or email, or you know, if you if you are listening to the recording. Uh, and if we have no more questions, obviously I see what you don't. Then I will just say thank you very much for taking the time, and I hope to uh, talk to you soon and maybe meet with you one-on-one, -on -one. and if not, we're maybe going to see you in what... Oh! Can you describe how to analyze a multi? Um, I, honestly, multi is not my uh, strong suit, so I'm not going to go there. Uh, I'm not going to go there, um, and uh, I don't feel comfortable explaining because there's uh, probably other factors that I'm not uh, familiar with. So the answer would be, uh, respectively, I'm probably not going to do it just because this is not my uh, strong suit. Thank you for the question. Uh, hopefully, you're not uh, uh, you're uh, you're okay with it and find another resource. Very good. Well, in that case, thank you very much, everyone. Have a terrific weekend. Have a terrific rest of your day, and we'll see you uh, if not sooner than next week, Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, California time. Um, have a have a great rest of your day and a weekend. Bye bye everyone. Bye bye.